Hi everyone, and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 831. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at take10fortorah.org. Enjoy today's 10, as it's a repeat, but you'll see why. So today is Rosh Chodesh, but not only is it Rosh Chodesh, it's Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Parsha's bow. Parsha's bow, of course, is the Parsha on which we learn about the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh. Not only do we learn about the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh, but it's the first mitzvah that is commanded to the Jewish people. Remember, a long time ago, Rashi had said, why doesn't the Torah begin from this particular mitzvah, which comes at the beginning of Parakid Bey's in Sefer Shemos. So this is number one. And we've discussed this mitzvah Rosh Chodesh many times throughout the tens, and we've talked about the nature of why it's the first mitzvah, why it's so significant. We discussed how Rosh Chodesh, specifically for the Jewish people, is something which is defined singularly by the moon, and so there's some connection between the Jewish people and the moon. And that is, uh, those are themes we've discussed many times. Time for the Jewish people begins now. It begins from the time of Egypt and the Exodus from Egypt specifically. It refers to the moon specifically, and there's a lot of symbolism in why this is the very first mitzvah. There's one part that I want to talk about in the next few minutes that we have, and that is something which comes up in the davening itself. We know that every single month we talk about in the tefillah, which is known as tefillah of Rav, which came from a Gemara. Rav used to say this every single day, but we bring in Rosh Chodesh with Yehir Atzalm Lufnecha, Hashem Elokinu, Lekevusenu, Me'edbi, Shetachadesh, Aleinu, Sachodesh, Azalatova, Velevracha. We want this brand new month to come in as uh, good and with blessing. And it says, lanu We want a long life, a life of peace, a life of goodness, a life of blessing, a life of sustenance. All good things, wonderful things. The question, of course, is why should this be the case? What should change from last month to this month? Why should we deserve all of these wonderful benefits? And the answer, obviously, is that the idea of the moon being the thing that we're looking towards, the moon signifies renewal, right? There's going to be some sort of change. Not only change in our fortune, change in our our history, as we've learned in the past, but also there's another element of change that is very deeply associated with Rosh Chodesh, and that is visible in the Musaf that we say on Rosh Chodesh itself. In the main bracha, the bracha that talks about Kedushas Hayom, the bracha that refers to Rosh Chodesh, it says as follows, Heads of months, new months, you have given to your people. It is a time of atonement for all of their toldosam. Okay, They would bring you offerings of goodwill and goats as sin offerings for atonement. So they would bring a carbon, a sacrifice specifically referring to a Karban chatas, okay, and then later on we also refer to the idea of chaparas pasha, atonement, atonement. So what does this mean? Zman kapar lechol todosam. What is the toldos? What are these things that we need an atonement for? Why specifically do we have this or have the opportunity for this atonement on Rosh Chodesh? So let's discuss. First of all, what does toldosam mean? Generally, toldosam refers to children. And there are those who associate the time of Rosh Chodesh as being a time which is very auspicious to daven on behalf of our children. Uh, why that is, is a longer discussion, why specifically children, but toldosam refers to children. And so we have to daven for their new opportunities, and, and it's a new month, and you know they're so dynamic, and they're constantly growing, and they're constantly changing. So every month is really an identified stopping point where we can stop and say, hey, this month should 
should be better. You know, they say when smaller, you know, we may be judged as adults, judge our life by years and by decades, because, you know, as life gets longer, everything seems to uh, go much quicker. But for kids, a month is still a pretty big deal. And so maybe it's Latoldo Sum, it's for kids and months, and that's what we're supposed to be praying towards. But the other interpretation of Toldo Sum, which is found, for example, in the Kolbo, he says, no, Toldo Sum means the outcome of all of the days of the preceding month. Kol toldos yimei hachodesh. All of the toldos, all of the occurrences, all of the things that had happened in the past month. So zman kapara, a time for atonement, kol toldosam, for all of the toldos, the things that came out of the previous month. So now I have a new Rosh Chodesh to atone for everything that maybe went wrong in the month before. He says later that what does it mean? Later in the paragraph, it refers to a salvation from the hand of the enemy, a deliverance from the hand of the enemy. The enemy is the Yitzhahara, and we're doubting that we don't get trapped up into the same things that we did last time. So this idea of toldos, referring to things and events, is not uh, is not new to this. There's a Pasuk in Mishle which says, Do not Boast of tomorrow, ki lo yom, because you do not know what the day will bring. Mayeled yom, what the day will give birth to, what it will bring, what will happen. So here, obviously, it's referring to occurrences. In the beginning of Ayeshev, Ayeshev Yaakov, Eretz Meguri Aviv, Eretz Kanan, Eilat Toldos Yaakov. These are the Toldos of Yaakov. This is the line referring to seemingly the kids, Yosef, Men Shavas, Reishana, etc. And we just read this a few weeks back. The Ibn Ezra says, What is Eilat Toldos Yaakov? Eilat HaMa'oros These are the things that occurred to him. HaMikrim Shabolov and the things that happened. Migzeras Ma'yeled Yom. And he says it's the same thing as we had in the Pasuk and Mishle. The idea is that sometimes Toldos refers to the things that happened. And so when we say, Zman Kapara Lachol Toldosam, we are referring to a kapara for the previous month. We don't wait till Rosh Hashanah, we don't wait till Yom Kippur. Every single month we have this check-in moment where we pray for what happened previously. It's really interesting, I found uh, a fascinating source which indicates why is it that we don't say a full halal on Rosh Chodesh. So there are a few reasons why that is, why Halal, it seems, gets uh, shortened. So one of the reasons is uh, the Sefer Haman Hagen brings. Hadam Dalgan Bahalal, he says, Mishim Dehava Yom Slicha, Kim Akipurim. It's a day of atonement, like Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah, we do not say Halal because it's too intimidating a day. So whereas Rosh Chodesh is a quasi-celebration, as we've discussed in the past, but yet, there's a little bit of an intimidation because of the fact that it's a day of atonement and there's some sort of judgment pending, and so therefore we don't say halal because it's a bit much to say halal on a day where we are intimidated. So that's really interesting. That's why we don't say a full halal according to the Sefer Hamin Hagen. Now the Kuzari has this really interesting explanation of, of going through the year and how we uh, basically relate to ourselves and how we deal with uh, our baggage, the things we've done wrong. The Kuzari explains, he says, that a righteous man takes steps to protect their soul similar to the steps that they take to protect a person's body. He says, you know, day to day we have prayer to prayer, which is like meal to meal. You know, you need to sustain yourself from meal to meal, but you're okay between meals. And so he says, prayer is the same way. He then says, we go uh, every once in a while and do sort of uh, a more of a intensified service, which is Shabbos. And instead of just, uh, you know, running your mile a day, so one day a week you go for the long run, and that's the Shabbos. Then he continues to explain that what happens month to month 
there's not just a process of day-to-day and hour-to-hour, but there's this month-to-month process of Rosh Chodesh, where again, we, we uh, redouble our efforts and we focus ourselves in even a greater way than we had before. That's how we understand the goal of Rosh Chodesh, Zman Kapar L'chol Todosam. It's part of the sequence of events of expanding our day, expands to our week, which expands to our months, which of course expands to our year. But that month, we have that check-in. Now, Rav Hirsch beautifully explains. He says, HaChodesh Hazeh Lachem Rosh Chodeshem. He says, the renewal of the moon shall be a beginning of renewals to you, i.e., noticing the fresh birth of the moon shall induce you to achieve a similar rejuvenation. You are to fix your moons, your periods of time, by taking note of this ever-fresh, recurring rejuvenation. It is not a question of actual months, but our months, Lachem. We have to take this too hard. He explains, without this regularly bringing ourselves back to commitment with our God, we should always slide farther and farther from Him, always be getting more and more estranged from Him, quite unconsciously and without noticing it. Our natures would become less and less responsive to the light of His Spirit, our natures would become darker and darker until, like Paro, our hearts would be hard and heavy, and even the most startling signs and the most affecting wonders would not achieve rebirth. Fascinating how he understands that this very first mitzvah, the Chodesh HaZalachem, is the alternative to what Paro had experienced. He experienced a further and further distancing from God throughout the bad decisions that he made and the inability to, so to speak, check in with God. And what we are looking for in this very first mitzvah in the Torah is the consistent rejuvenation, the consistent kick in the pants, so to speak, to be able to do so and to reflect and to think back about what this month was so that we can move forward into the next one following the progress of the moon, hopefully mirroring that in our progress as well. That's why we have Yom Kippur Katan. We have this idea that uh, there's prayers, special prayers that are supposed to be done on the eve of Rosh Chodesh to prepare us for that new month. And hopefully this new month will be a new month for us all and ever onward, ever upward. Zman Kapara, the Chol, Todosam. Have a great day and a great month, Chodesh Tov.